0: Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport, weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport, brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs, on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk We're
1: live, exclusive from Newark for day 3 of Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards especially extended show we have no less than eight awards to hand out as we honour the sports stars of our area. I'm Mick Bradley and you are listening to Radio Newark Sport, FM, DAB and online around the world for the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. A very warm welcome to our esteemed guests, including the chairman of Newark and Sherwood District Council for the third night running. Well done, young sir. Councillor Robert Crow. Accompanied by his wife, Can- Councillor Rita Crowe, the Chairman of the Leisure and Environmental Committee at Newark and Sherwood Council, Councillor Roger Jackson, and the Chief Executive of NSDC, John Robertson. And we also have a very warm welcome to, to Helen Davis from Active Knots. You're all very welcome and thank you for coming. To keep a firm hand on the proceedings, please give a warm welcome as well to the young lady who's responsible for all this the Director of Communities at Active for Today, Alexis Nock.
2: Thank you, Mick. <laughs> Pleased to be here this evening to round off the week of three nights of sports awards. It's been a long week. I'm ready for Friday. <laughs> Tuesday saw the roadshow start off at the
1: Duker's Academy, where we showcase sport in the Ollerton area. We moved slightly east last night to Southwell Rugby Club. Didn't mention more than four times that New York did the double over them last season, did we, sir? But I mentioned the city. Yeah, that's history. We don't count that. <laughs> and we champion the sport in the Minster area. Tonight, it's well and truly Newark's turn. But before we start with the awards, Alexis, can you explain how the judging panel come to their conclusions?
2: The judging panel, as every year, have had a difficult task with all the 12 categories that we've had. In total, I think we had about 40 nominations. And there is a group of about 10 people, all from the world of sport or some not from the world of sport, that put their opinions forward on what they think stands out and what they think is exceptional for the for the past sporting year. So it was really, really tough. And you'll see as the night goes through, when you listen to some of these stories about what people have achieved, it is absolutely tremendous.
1: I saw some of the nominations and uh, how they've got down to the winners is, is remarkable. Um, so what we've done in most of the categories is we've got a winner and two finalists. They got it down to three and then they have to talk it all out again. It was uh, hard work before we saw that white smoke come out of the chimneys at Dukery School. But you got there in the end. The first award of the night is going to be the Junior Team Award. And to tell us about the three sides that reached the final, over to you.
2: So the first team that has been selected as a finalist is Newark Castle Archers Juniors, which is Kyan Jones and Taylor Freshney. Both boys only took up the sport within the last 12 months. Taylor 12 months ago and Kyan in May and have made huge progress. They've represented the the club at two competitions, the first two events that the club has entered juniors. They've been taking part in four hours a week coaching at the club, two nights in the summer and now reduced to two hours on one night indoors for the winter. They've been going over to receive specialist coaching in West Bridgeford to improve their game, which has been organised by their coach, Mandy Elson. RHP Under-16 Sunday team. This group of players have been playing together since the age of eight, with a few players coming in and out of the squad over that time. The team had a very intense season continuing on from the previous season where they won the Lincolnshire League Cup. Their hopes on winning the league rested on on the last five games of the season, which they won, succeeded in winning the league on the last game of the season. Warriors Football Club Under-11's team. They won the league and secured promotion unbeaten throughout the winter season of the Yale Division 2, continuing their winning performance and have just won the winter league out of 101 teams. The team won three tournaments playing against a wide range of teams across the area. They also This also includes matches year on year against professional clubs and achieve successful results across them all. The team has an exemplary disciplinary record with not one single yellow or red card in the 18-19 season whilst winning the league title. There are our three finalists. So we're going to do it a little bit like this because uh,
1: two are going to be disappointed and one going to be excited. The joint runners-up of the Junior
2: Team of the Year award. The joint runners-up, Alexis are... New at Castle Archers Juniors and RHP Sunday Team. So, I think you can work out
1: the next bit, could we please have representatives of Newark Castle Archers and RHP to the front please. And Newark Castle Archers and RHP are coming up and the presentation um, of the award of course our our dignitaries are, are here. And we're awarding the uh, presentation parties now, awarding the plaques to to RHP and to Newark Castle Archers. A couple of quick, quick photos, very quick photos. There we go, that's uh, Castle Archers there. And um, now RHP are going to move, move in. Just a quick word, um, it's, um, it's um, yet another step forward in the life of the Archers.
3: It certainly
4: is. This is absolutely brilliant. I mean, the club's been going now for five years and this is the first time that we've been lucky enough to be nominated in this category. So I'm absolutely pleased for the two juniors here, Kyan and Taylor. They're doing absolutely brilliant in the world of archery. And next
2: year's going to be even better, isn't it?
1: It's getting better by the by the year, isn't it, for the Archers. And RHP and I have seen plenty of football with, uh, with RHP and uh, they've had an absolutely cracking season. Ryan... Didn't quite uh, get the top award, but uh, runners-up in bad.
5: Yeah, it's not bad. We've done well over a couple of seasons, with a couple of us going to academies and, uh, unfortunately, coming back.
1: You are the champions. You've moved up a year, obviously. Are we going to win it again? No,
5: we'd like to. It'll be hard. We'll try.
1: Manager, are they good enough to win it for a second season running? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you might say that. So, stay up there, there boys, because um, the winners... And I think they've figured this one out for themselves, actually.
2: Alexis, the winners? Warriors Football Club Under-11's team.
1: And Warriors have stopped eating the sweets and have made the way forward to collect, to collect their award. That's it, boys. Where's my archers gone, by the way? Get back up here. We want a, we want a collective photo. There we go. And the, the arch, Warriors now collecting... Collecting their award and uh, proud managers on the end here.
5: Absolutely, they've done really, really well, Um, and this season as well. They've actually now, since been promoted. They've now just won Division One, the whole of Nottinghamshire on a Saturday. So they've done fantastically well.
1: They've done fantastic. They, they, they really have. Who's your favourite team? (laughs) It's Warriors, obviously. That's true. Warriors, Warriors,
6: yeah.
1: Who's your favourite team? They're not very noisy, are they? There's no wonder they've never been booked. <laughs> are they normally noisier than that? Ladies and gentlemen, the Newark Sport, I think, is in very good hands when you look at, at these, these, these guys. These are the future of Newark Sport. Big round of applause, please. OK, thank you all very much. We'll do some more photos at the end, but if I can ask you to um, very quickly... Go, go back, uh, as I said. This is uh, moving very quickly tonight. Um, <laughs> you can't go anywhere. No, no. You see, you're like me. You're under orders. <laughs> our next, our next award, um, Alexis. Please, our next award, um, sportsperson of the year, um, role of honor. Both still to come. But what we're going to do now. He's talking about the junior disabled category.
7: Alexis,
2: we're going to talk about the junior disabled sports person. This year, this uh, person has had a trem- tremendous year, winning the Junior Men's A Trophy at the PaddleAbility National Sprint Champions and Championships and claiming five golds and a bronze over the weekend in August. With his K2 partner, he, became, he came fifth in the Hassler Marathon Finals in Division 7, which is a four-mile race. There are no separate categories for disabled competitors, and he competed against the best marathon paddlers in the country. In September, he started the marathon season in Division 9, and by the end of the year, had been promoted up to Division 7. As this didn't happen until the Lincoln Marathon so much of the year, he had paddle marathons in a division higher than his ranking. At the PaddleAbility National Sprint Championships in September, Zach won the trophy for the Most Improved Paddler of the Year, which was a fantastic achievement. So I think
1: we've worked that one out, haven't we?
2: From the 4A's... Zachary Marshall.
1: Round of applause there for Zachary. Julie, can you come up as well, please? I know, I know. And Zachary's getting, getting his award, and uh, we'll just do a couple of quick photos. I'll move out of the way, and we're doing a couple of quick photos there. And uh, it's been a wonderful year, both for the four A's and, and, and for Zach's. Don't go away. You're not allowed to go away yet. Uh, Julie, um, obviously proud, because you've had the hair done specially.
4: <laughs> well, this is the interim one. Um, the Christmas do gets done next week. but no, it's- With lights? <laughs> no, the lights—the lights on the jumper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's done really, really well this year. Really well this year. So we've we've um, we've been really proud of, of 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 the way he's come on. Actually, so um, improved, you know, sort of his marathon, his sprint times. Uh, you know, the, the fact that as part of the, the the team, he got he helped get us through to the Hasler finals and everything. So yeah, yeah, Zach's been outstanding
1: this year. Zach, four A's, wonderful award, cracking season, national championships. What's been your highlight of 2019?
6: Um, I'll probably have to say uh, when me and my cousin actually beat the club record for the 200-meter sprint in K2. It was probably the best moment of the year, I'd say. Not the national finals? That too. (laughs) There there was many high points. It's hard to pick one. The
1: club is going from strength to strength. Yeah, at
6: the moment we're
4: doing really, really well. You can see there's quite a lot them around. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we've, we've, we've got plenty of people. We've got, um, we've got new younger ones coming through and everything, so that's yeah, really nice, it's
6: really nice.
1: How cold is the trend at this time of the year? Freezing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Absolutely freezing.
1: And how many times do you end up in it rather than on it?
6: Uh, nowadays, not many, but before uh, quite a few times.
1: Brilliant, Zach. Well done. Fantastic achievement, Julie. You must be so proud.
4: Super. Absolutely super. Thank you very much.
1: Lovely. There we go. Then thank you so much, both of you. (laughs) The I I bang on on the sports show about how good junior sport is in Neil and and already tonight we're proving just how wonderful it is. And Alexis, it is so important that we help. We push, but more importantly, we let our youngsters enjoy sport.
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. We spoke last night to a chap called Simon Mitchell, who's a school school games organiser for Newark and Sherwood, and he is in a job based at Joseph Whitaker at Rainworth, and he pulls all these competitions in across the school sporting calendar. So if you're all involved in a a primary school or a secondary school that's based in Newark and Sherwood, there is a whole calendar of events covering from the whole academic year that get children involved in sport. Um, All wide-ranging sports, not necessarily the traditional sports. He talks about pop lacrosse um, and tri-golf, things that aren't the traditional sports but it gives people and young people an opportunity to try something that they've probably never tried before. But also, we also support him um, in terms of them pushing those children encouraging those children to go and join a sport, local sports club.
1: And that's what it's all about. We, we've now got sports clubs going into schools, which is which is so important because it's primary schools that start you on your sports career, isn't it?
2: It is. It is. And it, and it often actually comes down to having a really, really proactive or keen teacher or member of staff within the school that's that's used to play hockey or used to play football and thinks they are, they're going to give that uh, opportunity there to their pupils. Um, but I'm pleased to say across the whole district, I think there's 45 primary schools across the whole district, There's a there's a pretty broad spread of participation across them all and there's some small ones and then there's some very large ones and some children get lots and lots of opportunities.
1: Without getting political with an election coming up I, I just want to place our thanks as sports people in this town to our local councillors because in these times it would be quite simple for them to say well football pitches have gone we're not putting any funding into active for today nothing like that. In New and Sherwood they, con- they continue to do that and the On the back of them continuing to provide the finance, to provide the assistance, we've got groups like Active for Today that help youngsters and teams like you've seen tonight. So, well done to Nielke and Sherwood District councillors. You need to be applauded. (laughs) I'll have a word about everything else afterwards. (laughs) Coming up next, we're going to do the Senior Team Award but I'm going to make you wait for that. Welcome back to Radio Newark Sport live and exclusive on FM, DAB, and around the world online from Newark Rugby Club for the 2019 Day Three of the Newark and Sherwood Sports Awards. And it's now we get round to the Senior Team of the Year. And again, another amazingly odd category. I saw the nominations and thought, well, the best of luck to them. Um, they talked and they talked, but they did finally come to a decision. Um, but Alexis has got
2: something to tell us. Yeah, if anybody was listening last night. If anybody was listening. <laughs> I hope they were all listening, Mick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can listen to the podcast because it's already on Radio New. You can listen to last night's and Tuesday night's podcast of the show. But if you were listening, you'll know that we awarded Southall City Football Club with their finalist award in this category, their senior team of the year. So, so two teams reached the
1: final, didn't they? They did. So two teams reached the final. We know that Southall was the finalist. So the team that's left, by virtue of working this one out, are the winners.
2: Those ones that's here tonight. And it
1: goes to Radio New York sports team. Oh. No, it don't, does it? No, no, I did not think it would. No. Tell Sorry. me a bit about the winners.
2: So, this team are crowned the champions of the South Knotts Cricket League Division H in August 2019, having only lost three games in the season. They also had the only female player in Eden Tranter, also the vice-captain in the division, who finished top of the wicket-taking standings by eight wickets with a total of 31. They had the second-highest run scorer in Sam Ross with 434 runs. The team has made incredible strides this season with developing the youngsters and remaining competitive. The team has two sets of father-and-son partnerships, as well as a brother-and-sister-in-partnership. The atmosphere at the club this year has been extraordinary with the focus around improving their ability and developing them to create a pathway into the team that was at the forefront of their goals this year. The club is committed to developing youngsters and this year only two 13-year-olds were in the team. They were the constant one, only missing a couple of games in the season. They're a solid team every week and each each week their opponent, opponents always are very complimentary of these two 13-year-old boys that are playing adult cricket. So, ladies and gentlemen, your senior team of the year are Boulderton Cricket Club men's second eleven. And they're making
1: the way down to the front of the auditorium now to receive to receive their award. Was gonna set up a bowling machine just to see how good she is, but it didn't quite arrive on time, so you got away with that one, Miss Stranter. There we go. Boulderton Cricket Club second eleven there we go anybody with photos alan come on get yourself in there anything to get in the photo there we go and i think it's important alexis that there wasn't the panel just didn't look at the superstars there, right at the top because what this team has achieved in the last year is is remarkable
2: yeah and that's what i said earlier about the panel they different people it's nice to have such a, a mix of people on the panel because what stands out to me is very different to what stands out to somebody else so this team with the with the performance of winning the league which is a great great achievement also having the second highest run scorer in the league but also having the nice gen- intergenerational with the father son partnerships and then bringing the 13 year olds through as well which is developing that pathway and making having the opportunities for juniors to come through to play at the adult game alan i think um,
1: <laughs> say three, four years ago Bolton was all getting old together shall we be polite and a decision had to be made on what the future of the cricket club was going to be a plan was worked out now that plan is coming together
7: yeah of course it is yeah you know we like you say we decided three or four years ago that uh, a lot of the first team and the second team were getting old together so we needed to uh, try and develop the uh, youngsters so we got a lot of coaches qualified and um, you know, we've got a lot of youngsters together, and uh, like I say, they're coming together now and starting to work their way into the second team and one or two into the first team. We've got sixteen, seventeen-year-olds in the first team now, so yeah. And the second team are working well, and hopefully, people like Connor and Sam Clipsion one day will work themselves into the first team. Father and son in the same team. How does it work?
5: Very hard. If he scores more than me, he gets defeated <laughs> so it, it does all right so it's not too bad the thing i do
1: love about cricket though it gives them a chance even at the age of 13 it's giving them a chance to play an adult cricket and is bringing them on and it, it's again with what alan said it's lovely to see because these guys are the future of cricket
5: the thing is you can play kids cricket all your life but you need to play alex cricket to progress so that's that's what it is you need to play as high as your level as you can to regress to the highest you can so
1: so you've got yourselves promotion so it's going to be a little bit tougher next season but uh are we all up for it yeah
5: we'll win it again
1: you heard of that didn't you by the way yeah. okay let's get to the lady the lady in a man's world so to speak um leading wicket taker in the whole division though i mean you've got to be so proud and you've uh I, I I do know that you wouldn't let anybody sort of walk all over you, but I've got no doubt you've pointed that out to one or two.
8: <laughs> no, to be honest, it it was it was a tough year. We set a target at the start of the year and luckily for me, by about halfway through the season, we were at that target already. And then Alan set me another target later on in the year and we had to keep moving the target. So I, to be honest, it was it's the best year I've had um, in a year where I wasn't sure whether I was going to continue or not. So better go on to next year now.
1: You've got no choice, have you? Really? And uh, finally, let's talk to the future. We can't hide at the back. Let's let's talk to the future. What's it been like playing cricket in a an adult team? Good. <laughs> okay. I, I do like the one word. I, is it normally this quiet? Not normal. it's, it's not normally this quiet. Is lost for words. So that won't last for too long. What sort of season do you think that you had?
4: I think I've done all right.
1: Runs, Wickets. Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm not going to get a lot out of him, am I? No. Let me just ask you one final question, though. What's it like playing alongside a Newark cricketing legend? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. She's talking about me. <laughs> I think we all know, well, yeah, okay, I'll be nice to you, but what difference did it make when Alan come over his injury and started playing cricket again and started playing cricket in, in the twos alongside you? What difference did that make to the season?
5: I think having Alan there to help us is great great for us, really, because he's got a wealth experience, he's been there, done it all. So sometimes in them moments where you're thinking, what should I do, shouldn't I do, you can go to Alan and say, what's your thoughts, Alan? And he'll say, well, I would if I were you. And he'll just be there just to help guide you through it. A lot of times he batted last year with the youngsters. And I think Connor scored um, one of his top scores when he batted with Alan, so it shows... Just having that man there who's been there and done it all makes a lot of difference, really. So we're grateful he's playing with us. Wealth of experience,
1: veteran. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, talent. But it, it, did, it did make that... It helped on that final push, didn't it? And I take he had a good celebration at the end of the season.
9: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we all went out, had a few drinks, a few too
1: many, like, but yeah, it was a good one. You've got to do when you win it. You've got to do... When's pre-season start? When do you get in them nets? May time. May? You should be in the next of January. February, you're in the next in February. Alan, are you happy with these guys or do you want to leave them and go oh, no, no. back to Division A? Well, I'll,
7: if, if Division A want me, you know, if the first team want me, I'll be there for them. But uh, I think we've got a lot of young the first team that are quite more than capable of playing without me in the first team. So I'll carry on helping the second team, developing the youngsters, coaching them as much as I can. And hopefully, you know, we'll win Division G next year.
1: And that's what it's all about, and that's why they are the senior team of the year, folks. It's a family team, and that's brilliant. Thank you very much, Bolton. Two's at cricket. Well done, all of you. It's non-stop. (laughs) It's always non-stop. as As I said at the beginning, I was so... I'm pleased for all the finalists, for all the winners, for all the nominees, but when I went to watch Bolton in the summer and I saw 13 year olds and I saw Alan helping them out and, 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 and Eden that's
2: completely
1: across the board of sport isn't it?
2: it is and we talked about um we talked to Southall City Football Club last night and their pathway i think Southall City they said they've got 40 teams across all the juniors girls boys adults and ladies and seeing that progression that pathway whether you've got the teams at the age groups and the the volunteers and coaches to be able to coach the individual teams that's one thing but then you might also have the teams where the juniors are being introduced gradually and learning to play the adult game uh, under some really experienced adult players.
1: And I think we're going to wear this again on the next category when we talk to the two people that we're just about to call up because we're going to talk about the coach of the year next, are. Alexis, aren't we? And you again have got a bit of announcement to make.
2: Have I? Yeah. <laughs> you really? sprung that one on me. I
1: know I always do. Go on then, tell <laughs> yeah. us about your finalists.
2: There were five uh, nominees in this category, and I'm pleased that we've got two of those finalists here tonight. Um, If anybody was listening, we did award the winner on Tuesday night. That's
1: your announcement. That was my
2: announcement, right. I knew, I knew. She writes the script, (laughs) and then then I'll go, me, it's wrong. What, What is wrong? So, we've got two finalists here for tonight, for the Coach of the Year, and this was such a strong category. The panel found this one very, very difficult. So, the two finalists that we've got here tonight that are are invited to come and receive their award and talk to you...
1: And bear in mind, these are the two finalists out of about 11 that you had nominated, and again, it was a all-day job before you got round to this one.
2: It was tough. So, the first nominee, the first finalist is... Gary Atwood. We've already heard about the team that Gary manages, RHP Sunday team. They continued their winning ways from the previous season when they won the Lincolnshire League Cup and won their last five games of the season, succeeding in winning the league game on the league on their last game. Gary is so committed to RHP Colts players and to each and every one of the coaches in the wider club, which consists of 16 teams. He's actively involved in the running of the club alongside running his own team. He's seen many of his players move on to other football clubs and opportunities to realise their potential, with them all appreciating the coaching that they've received from Gary. And he always says, this is what I do it for. He's seen as a valuable asset within the club, offering advice and support to everyone and anyone, as well as having a full-time job and a family, which is very similar to many other volunteers in this room I know. In June, Gary was recognised by RHP Football Club, winning the Club Person of the Year Award, which was voted by everyone at the club. The second finalist we've got here tonight is Martin Hill. Martin is a very dedicated coach. He gives up so much of his own time to coach the juniors at Farndon Cricket Club. This season, he's seen three girls that he's coached go on to play for Nottinghamshire. He really inspires young individuals to progress and play senior cricket. He spends many hours at the club supporting anyone that needs it, recently setting up the ECB All-Stars Initiative at the club, where 60 juniors have been involved. The club provides opportunities for players with disabilities, which Martin is the coach. He gives these players extra support and confidence in helping them to become part of the teams. He's always there for the players, helping with batting and bowling and giving the total support and advice so they can keep progressing. Martin, with all this success, he's now secured a job working for Nottinghamshire County Cricket Club, coaching in schools and disability cricket for the Chance to Shine programme.
1: I just expect you to carry on all night. Oh, I thought this was a double act. It is. I just don't expect you to stop for a breath. <laughs> well, I am. <have. laughs> okay. <laughs> I look at this this way. Beans as the winner come from Ollerton. Newark's top two coaches. That's right. Are Gary Atwood and Martin Hill. Would you like to both come forward, gentlemen? And Martin and Gary are, are coming forward now to collect a little memento of, of, of the evening um, and do the photos. And I'm going to have a quick talk because we've talked cricket, we've talked football already. So uh, we'll talk it again with you guys. One, one thing that we, we must talk about, get your mementos and then we're going to talk about going sailing. I spoke to um, Josh Burkett on the sports show um the other night and and josh was was telling us about the worst experience of his life when he went on the ymca tall ships um which is a fantastic thing that many of our local sports people have done over the last few months and uh knowing gary as i do know gary um he likes two feet on terra firma and not on and not on the sea. Gary, a fantastic achievement. I mean, you actually chose what Inverness to
5: Grimsby. It couldn't be worse. No, if Josh thought he had a bad time, he should have been with me. Trust me. It was, uh, it was pretty hectic and uh, hair-raising, to say the least.
1: I spoke to him on, on, on the sports show. At least I thought I sport, spoke to him on the sports show. Where are you? We we're in a bar in Newcastle.
5: It was that air raising. You don't need to say that. Now, that was a well deserved break, Nick. That,
1: right. Well deserved. Right. Well deserved is, is, is this award because um, you are coaching young youngsters. You're coaching youngsters to a level where they're winning trophies. But more to the point, and I think this is for both of you, and we'll talk to both of you on this one. I think, even though it's hard work, but you're, you're happiest when you see the Josh Burkitts, the Rhiannons, go on to a higher level, shall we say?
5: Yeah, at the end of the day, everybody, especially at RHP, and I should say it's through the whole of Newark. It's what we all do it for. We don't do it for self-appraisal. It's all about the boys and girls. So we're if we can get them to the highest highest standard that they can play at, we're all happy.
1: We well, say regularly, it's it's it's... The easiest part of sport is actually playing the sport. You lot have got it easy. You really have. You turn up in the morning, you play your game of football, you go home. What do you do? What do I do? Well, you manage two teams. Yep. You've got a full-time job.
5: Yep.
1: I've got a full-time wife. (laughs) Good evening, Emma. Um, You've got a full-time wife, uh, and you're connected a little bit with the YMCA as well.
5: Only as a... uh, member of the facility, that's it. But all
1: this plus the work at RHP itself must take every
5: second of every day. It it does but if I didn't like it I wouldn't do it so I just see the kids faces uh, every week that does it for me, that's all I want
1: The other thing that we've not mentioned that that Gary organises with the help of Emma uh, and one or two more down at RHP is a a weekend
5: on Lincoln Road football pitches
1: where how many teams do you get for your soccer extravaganza? Oh,
5: 120, I think it was, last year. From a far away as? Coventry, Cambridge, uh, North Yorkshire. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, wide affair, really. But I would like to say on that, it's not just me, Emma. It's everybody at the club, especially Ash, who's at the back. I'd say a big thanks to him because he puts hours in constantly year on year and it is with most of them, the people who are in the cafe, they don't stop for 16 hours a day. So uh, I know you say it's me, Emma and the team, but it's more the team than anything else really.
1: But isn't it fantastic for, for Newark Junior Football to have 100 plus teams on Lincoln Road, using Lincoln Road to play football?
5: Yeah, that's what's there what he should be there for, I won't say much more. But.
1: <laughs> no, we're not getting political. <laughs> not tonight. Um, Martin, um, almost the same conversation, isn't it, really? Because you're mirroring what, what Gary does with Fondon. You're bringing the youngsters on, and then you're sending them on a little bit. But with cricket, as we've already mentioned, with the youngsters at Boulderton, you're also bringing them into the two Fondon teams.
3: Yeah you've got to now as a cricket club if you don't have a junior set up then you're just going to keep falling down so you've got to bring the juniors through you've got to do a good job of it and you've got to get them integrated into the club at a young age so that they want to be better and they want to help the club and support the club and that way the club can grow otherwise you're just going to fall on your arse in this in this day in cricket. I
1: think it's dawned on cricket clubs over the last probably five, six years that they've got to go down that line or they're just going to get dormant and die aren't they?
3: Yeah true I strongly believe Andrew Dutmanton and Richard Pinder didn't set the junior club up 13 years ago, we probably would be a one-team club by now. Because without that set-up, we wouldn't have another team because we've got eight, nine kids that have come through, or well, adults now, and then we've got about four or five kids that are actually still playing now as teenagers. So it's just growing from that.
1: Let's talk girls cricket for a while because I know that's, you're so proud of, of, of what is being achieved at Fondon with the youngsters there.
3: Yeah, so to get the news that we now have three girls in the county teams is, like, fantastic. Rhiannon's obviously flying ahead on the 15s, and and the regional development squad. Faith keeping a slot in the 13s, but then to get an additional one this year as well. A lot of people overlook girls' cricket, but for me, I just enjoy coaching the girls quite a lot because they take on board more, what you say. They're a lot more receptive than boys. Boys can be quite arrogant and think that they know better than you. But- Are you listening to this, you <laughs> lot? <laughs> girls will take it on board and they're they're like a sponge for knowledge they want to know as much as as you know and then they'll take it on board and they just they put it into practice straight away and you're still finding time to play as well of course that's the first thing for me always make sure I play but secondly comes coaching brilliant
1: gents just before you go Gary though one final question Um, I did mention the YMCA the brilliant facility that we've got at the sports which I can remember when you used to play for RHP and I was there you had to try and find a football pitch on a Sunday morning and um, now you're playing on an absolutely wonderful facility which is only going to get better we've waited a lifetime for that complex alongside the Sports and Fitness Centre it must be wonderful to turn up and play on that
5: yeah it's just a pleasure I say we've been to some of the academies and some of the academies that the football standard haven't got what we've got in Newark at the moment so it's just great yeah we're playing at Newark town playing it but the most important thing is All the clubs in Newark are using the facility. So, uh, yeah, it's good for uh, Newark. And it's only going to get better. And I can really announce that there's no
1: less than five athletics meetings being announced, including the Knotts AAA bringing their premier meeting to Newark. I mean, who would have thought that? The premier Knotts AAA meeting is taking place in Newark. We've got cracking cross-country facilities, but now we have got the county's top Athletics that is in Newark. Again, fantastic. And again, you know where I'm coming from on that one. Ladies and gentlemen, the two best coaches in Newark, Martin and Gary. Welcome back to Radio Newark Sport, live from Newark Rugby Club. We've now got um, to our our next award, which is actually the the club of the year. And... (laughs) it was amazing there's seven nominations this and re- reading through what people had, um, had, had sent in it's these nominations are absolutely fantastic alexis said to me i can't read all that we need somebody that can talk ladies and gentlemen kelly
8: the talker evidently <laughs> fabulous so we've had seven nominations for the club of the year category this year and it was very very difficult to choose finalists and winners for the category there are so many amazing clubs out there a few of which you've heard from already that do such brilliant work so we have three finalists here tonight the first of which is activity sorry adventure activities for all abilities or as i'm going to call you from now on the four a's so, in 2018-19, it's been an incredibly successful year for the Forays Club. Eight young people, all who have additional needs, plus their coaches, have travelled across the Midlands in order to qualify for the Hasler Marathon Finals. To put this into some perspective, only seven clubs, so the best seven, from each region go through to the finals. Most clubs of which have only able-bodied paddlers. Getting to the finals was a major achievement for the club, and to get fifth place was absolutely amazing, so really well done, that's brilliant. Getting, oh sorry, backtracking. They now believe, everyone now believes they can succeed in overcoming their disabilities. The club had many paddlers, both juniors and seniors, which have enjoyed success at various national events. Some held locally at Highmpeer Punt and others as far away as Southampton. Many are improving their personal bests in both sprint racing and marathon events. The club's opened its doors to welcome the para canoe compet- competitors and offered on-water and gym facilities to help at least two young ladies trained to compete in the para canoe competition. The club also runs and has run at least five come and have a go sessions for young people with disabilities and their families during the summer. This was an introduction to the sport of kayaking and resulted in an increased membership of the club. So brilliant work from you guys. You're doing absolutely loads over there. I'm with you. Carry on. <laughs> I thought you're you were sorting No, you you're just warming up, and, aren't you? I'm warming yeah. up, am I? brilliant okay so the next nominee then is the grove squash club the grove squash club have experienced amazing achievements recently however what the club offers and who it reaches stretches well beyond the confines of sporting club memberships for the first time the grove squash club joined more than 120 other clubs in the country in celebrating world squash day This is a global project led by England Squash and endorsed by the World Squash Federation, PSA and others across across the globe. They all have the shared ambition to increase participation in numbers in the sport. They have a ladies section at the club which has gone from strength to strength, both in terms of numbers and also the opportunities offered and the achievements recognised. This year, the club has actively strived to create opportunities for all through a variety of regular coaching sessions available, tournaments and popular social events. The achievements have been a result of many dedicated individuals who share the same passion for the sport and ambitions for the future. The strength of the group, wider club and squash playing community continues to grow with real enthusiasm for the future. So well done, guys. I don't know where you are. If you give us a wave. Excellent. Well done. Right in front of me. (laughs) Okay. Lastly, Warriors Football Club. After securing a license from NCC, the club raised over £40,000 from various sponsorship grants, tuck shop and tournaments for a new pavilion. With many volunteers in the club giving over 150 hours to reconfigure its layout, install a kitchen, do the plumbing, carpets, flooring and electrics. On top of this, they were also doing their usual coaching and club volunteering duties. So I think they must have been very busy wherever the Warriors were. You've been very busy. Okay, so um, this year you've recruited lots of young referees and level two coaches as well. So that's to ensure that all the um, coaches are qualified and leading, providing specialist coaching for higher qualified coaches. That makes lots of sense, doesn't
1: it? I didn't write it. Your did boss sh- did. I
8: didn't write it either. <laughs> Should we scrap this bit? Then? This is down to your <laughs> boss, not me. Should we get to the good
1: stuff? No, not yet. <laughs> How much more you got to do?
8: That's about it. Well, that's it, isn't it? You yeah. missed the
1: last bit, though, were not you?
8: Well, if it doesn't make sense... <laughs>
1: <laughs> there were seven nominations, weren't you know? and Farnsfield Tennis Club, Fernwood Sword Club, Newark Lawn Tennis Club and New York Castle Archers also would have been worthy winners as well, but you have to choose, don't you? And this is Very a difficult thing. So. And we keep coming back to it. It's so, so difficult. And the winner is... Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Shall we have The Grove, Active for Today, and Warriors up the front here? Come on, let's, uh, let's have a bit of a scrum. Come on, everybody. Up to the front. Don't be shy. Julie, get your team up up here. The Grove. That's four A's. Well. For today, are already up here. Yes, they are, aren't they? <laughs> well, you brainwashed me. <laughs> right, and they're all coming up now. We're, we, 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 just to make it as confusing as what we possibly can. And just so I can just wait a little bit longer before I announce who the winner is, because I'm, en- I'm quite enjoying this. Paul, Paul, just come to the front a minute, mate, can, can you? we we'll just talk um, squash for a moment, because once again, uh, as we all know, on the back of a sports show appearance, the squash club has gone from strength to strength. OK, you've got two new squash courts at the sports centre, but it really was the fact you coming on the sports show. Um, I don't think in your best possible dream four years ago you would work out how strong the Gross Squash Club is now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, it's all down to you because you keep reminding me. Oh, I, I do, yes. On, on the radio you keep reminding me. Uh, no, we have, we've come a long way and uh, it's not just down to the facilities. It's Obviously the facilities attract the players but you've got to supply them Given the product to uh, to want to to come and stay, and uh, thanks to the great work the committee and the coaches that we've got now, um, we, we're offering juniors. We've got we've got twenty juniors now turning up every Friday night. We've got uh, active ladies section. I mean, last year last year was the first year we uh, we started the ladies, and now this year we've got three of them or three or four of them now playing in the in the Notts County leagues, which is which is remarkable really, and it'll to go from strength to strength. So what you what you really need now is another squash court. Well, that would be nice. I don't know where we're going to put it. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be nice. But it is fantastic. Now the Grove is there at, at the top of Nottinghamshire squash with a ladies' section, with a junior section. And, and that is has got to be the way forward, hasn't it?
6: It has. I mean, we're not going to attract you know, the, 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 the international players. The only way we're going to do it is development from within. And um, as you say... It, that that proves how we're doing that now, and we're working the right way. So it's 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 fantastic.
1: Well done. Right. Um, let's talk to the four A's next, because what I really want to talk about is this Hassler final. And Julie, can you explain again what it's all about? Because to me, it's the biggest event in the calendar. Uh,
4: it is. If you do marathon, definitely. Um, so we. Attempted and and managed to to get through to the Hasler finals, uh, which is um, marathon, uh, four miles, eight miles for some of them. Um, we had to become uh, with a, the top within the top seven of uh, our region first of all, and then to get to the actual finals, uh, which were down in Southampton, which was with everybody from all over the country. So
1: now you took. Talk- this fantastic group down or some of this fantastic group da- down to Southampton to be met with comments like, who are
9: they?
4: Um, yeah, I think actually um, one of the comments was, how the hell did they get here? Um, which was, yeah, kind of, yeah, it kind of made us uh, determined to do as, as, as best as we possibly could. Um, I think... A lot of people have only seen us doing the paddle ability at the sprint competitions and didn't realise that we competed with, with um, able-bodied in the marathon, you know, and, and actually managed to, you know, to, to become uh, one of the best in
1: the region. And some of these teams... Fifty-plus rowers there, didn't they? Oh,
4: the the paddlers that they got, you know, sort of like some some of the the teams were there, uh, fifty odd. Some of the some of the races had fifty odd, you know, fifty odd starters in them. So yeah, there was it was exciting.
1: <laughs> Can we safely for, say for the ones that didn't know who knew it was at the start, and they did by the end.
4: We tried as best. Yeah, we definitely did. Um, you know, and, and
1: we, might be, we might only have been a small group, but we're, we're quite noisy. <laughs> you come from Newark. You are noisy. You've got to be noisy from Newark. Let's talk to the Warriors because, again, another fantastic season. Again, you're going from strength to strength. Facilities also improving.
0: We needed it, or we knew we needed it, when we had a mole come up at the side of one of the toilets uh, a couple of seasons ago. Um, we had no change in facilities. We had this one loo that people would queue up for on a regular basis, uh, and the ground needed a lot of work. But we're in a position now. We've got the pavilion. Uh, the pictures are looking good as best we can with all this water. So the team is actually the team, and the club is moving forward.
1: Where can the Warriors go? What, what's the goal?
0: Crikey. Well, certainly with this group of players, and now we've got under-15s and under-16s, we want to really progress into men's football. But some of the priorities of the club has got to be around pitch developments and things like that. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer of getting the, the core right. number of teams have come through. We've gone from three or four teams uh, a couple of seasons ago to now 12 teams strong. So we are pretty much a big name out there on a Saturday football and I think in the next couple of years you'll see a really really good men's team coming forward that's the plan that's what we'd like to see
1: Excellent Kelly pick up the mic that's it you you tried to Thanks. escape that's not going to happen so you've met all three of our finalists it now falls to Kelly to announce the winner
8: Well all of you are very very worthy winners however we did have to choose one so, the winners this evening
1: are the four A's. Fantastic achievement there. And, and again, it's another one that could have gone in, in any direction. It really could have because you, you've, you've heard three stories tonight, three fantastic stories tonight, of clubs that's all going in the right direction. But I think what swung it at the end of the day was the four A's going to the national finals. And somebody saying, Who are you? And we're from Newark Mush. That's your answer. And you know, it is a fantastic achievement, but all of you should be so, so proud. Julie, are you doing the honours? Tara's, Tara's doing the honours. Excellent. And Tara now is receiving is receiving the award. fantastic there. Ladies and gentlemen, come on, another big round of applause for Al. <laughs> Club of the Year. Well, well done to all of you. And again, Kelly, everybody's talking about youngsters. Youngsters now at the squash club. Youngsters playing football and youngsters on the water. Fantastic.
8: It's all about the youth. It's it all most, about the youth.
1: It most certainly is. Thank you all very much. If you would like to all... Dis- what's... Uh, Alexis waving at me. Oh, yeah. Do, do you want to? Warriors. Warriors. There we go. Little memento there to put up in to put in that wonderful new pavilion. It might keep the moles out. It will keep the moles out. You know where to put it, right? You know where to put it just above the moles. You can. You, you. I mean, you could have the mole as a mascot. You could. We yeah. are warriors, right? Thank you so much, all of you. Fantastic achievement. Well, well done to one and all. Right, ladies and gentlemen, there's three more awards still to come. We are specially extended. We're here for another 30 minutes tonight on the sports show. But this is an opportunity, well, I've got the mic and nobody can take it off me, to give my thanks to Active for today. Because I've already said that the way that our sport, our young sport, all sport in this in Newark and Sherwood are supported by the powers that be and that is, is fantastic and they should be commended of that but part of the organisation is a little group called Active for Today and they work in the background you could say the troubleshooting you could say the helping out they could say they're advising Alexis Active for Today's role.
2: Yeah we are a, a- company that uh, manages three leisure centres in Newark and Sherwood at Bledworth, Ollerton and, New- and Newark but we also have a small team, our sports development team which do a lot of outreach stuff and put this e- this event on and we've been doing this event for 2000, uh, not 2000 years, it feels like 2000 years since 2006
1: work with her that long
2: I, it feel, that's why it feels <laughs> yes, so long it does, yes so we've been doing it for for a long time now, and it's and it's evolved as the years have gone on. And I'm pleased to say, as Julie was standing up there receiving that Club of the Year, I, I stood there and thought, I know I've seen Julie on the stage receiving a Coach of the Year award previously. Is that right, Julie? Or Volunteer of the Year and Roll of Honour? So these things, obviously, as
1: I recall, you had a wonderful dignitary to give her the Roll of Honour. Was that you? Yes. <laughs> had to buy a new tyre. I that knew day. you were
2: fishing. So, uh, I want an that, easy jet tie like this. And it, it's really nice to see that the same volunteers are still participating, still volunteering, but also they are still got a reason to be to be here tonight to celebrate those achievements of all of the players, the kayakers, the athletes. Um, and it's really nice to see.
1: Down to the background support of Active for Today.
2: So, Alexis, take some praise. <laughs> Please, yeah, but, uh, you deserve it. That's why everybody says to me, why do you bring the chocolates every year? I always bring heroes, right? I love heroes myself, I must admit. That's why nobody else gets but them. Somebody says, why don't you bring quality streets? Why don't you bring roses? Because heroes just do the job so much more because you all are, are all local heroes. So that's Aww. why I do that.
1: Have you got the music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's three awards still still to come tonight. We are extending for another um, 30-ish minutes, as long as I can get away, to be quite honest. Um The first of the awards that we're going to talk about is the Warwick Lane Junior Sportsperson of the Year Award. And this is always our strongest category. And how they got it down to a final three, I will never, ever know, but they did. They managed to get it down to a final three. The final three are, from the world of boxing, Sam Hardy. From the world of boxing, Chloe Davis. And from the world of cricket, Rhiannon, Nolan, Davis. Three absolute stars. The other must have been Dozen that was in that reckoning that we had to sort of put across through at times. Um, ju- just as strong, just as strong. But we're down, to, we're down to Sam, we're down to Chloe, and we're down to Rhiannon. And all I can say now, the winner is... Oh, it's time for the news. We'll come back in a couple of minutes. Welcome back to a specially extended Radio Newark Sport, live from Newark Rugby Club. And we do thank Newark Rugby Club for letting us take over once again for the night in these wonderful facilities that they've got. Dave, we left um, just before the news, didn't we? We sort of... A bit of a cliffhanger, wasn't it? We're, we're making them wait. We're going to make them wait a bit longer because you're going to tell us a little bit
9: about all three of them. I'm going to give you three finalists, Mick, but I'm also very quickly going to mention there were six nominees in this category. So three other nominees that didn't make it to the final stage were Mir Cameron, who is a local tennis player, Arthur Eakins, who is a fencer, and Sam Grayton, who is a sailor, who were three worthy nominees, would have been worthy finalists, um, but have been... Um, ...surpassed by these three. So first of all, we've got um, Chloe Davis. Chloe was a very shy person who four years ago was bullied at school and lost all of her confidence. So she took up the opportunity to try out kickboxing offered by the Newark Academy... ...and from there has become strong, confident, happy and supportive of others. Firstly, in this May, she was selected for the England School's Boxing Championships... ...getting to the final and achieving a silver medal. She then went on to represent England at the Three Nations competition in June reaching the final and achieving a silver medal. She has become a role model for other younger athletes, both at school and the gym where she trains. Secondly, we have Sam Hardy. Sam deserves recognition for his commitment to his sport with a long-term goal to be in the 2024 Olympics. In April, he competed at the East Midlands Boxing Championships and then qualified to enter the National Boxing Championships by winning this event. At the K2 Arena in Crawley, Sam won the first fight with a stoppage decision, and the final with a unanimous decision from all three judges, retaining the 2018 title and being selected for the England Pathway Boxing Programme. In May, he was selected out of hundreds of potential fighters from all over the country for the European Championships in Georgia as part of the England squad. He reached the final and earned himself a bronze medal for his country. Third, we have Rhiannon Noling davies She has played for Nottinghamshire girls under-15s and under-17s this season, bowling and batting for both teams and winning the bowling awards for both age groups and has now been invited by the National Talent Manager at Laws to attend observations at Loughborough for the Regional Development Centre. She made her debut for the Nottinghamshire ladies' cricket team in April and received the Young Player of the Season award for Farnham Cricket Club. This season she has played for Welbeck ladies in the Midlands Premier League, opening the bowling for them.
1: Now, for the third night running, Alexis has forgot to bring the red carpet and she's forgot to bring the drums. So what I need from you when we announce the winner is a drum roll. But before that, a very special person here tonight. I'm so pleased that he could make it. Warwick's dad, Richard. Richard, I I know it's difficult and I'm so pleased that you could come, but Warwick would have been so proud to see the calibre of people that's been up for this award because he more than any
3: other supported the young sports people of this town he did yes he was very very keen on putting forward anything to do with new York sports, and i'm sure it would have been really gratified to see all of you here tonight it's uh, personally it's a great honor that the awards have been named after him but uh, i'm sure if he's looking down tonight he'd be really impressed and thank you, Mick, I wouldn't have to say anything. Well, if, <laughs> I told, if I told
1: you, you wouldn't have come, would you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the Warwick Lane Junior Sportsperson of the Year for Newark and Sherwood is... Drumroll! Sam Hardy! And Sam's coming to the front now to receive his award, his award from Richard. Our finalists was also fantastic and I'm, I am going to embarrass them. I am going to ask them to come up here as well because they deserve a round of applause. Rhiannon and Chloe to the front please. Come on. <laughs> it proves once again and I've banged on about this all night how good junior sport is in and around Newark and Sherwood. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen Sam, Rhiannon, and chloe just remember them remember the names because these kids are going to be the stars of the future they most certainly are richard again i thank you so much for coming tonight richard
5: and the stars of the future